Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast, a place to be inspired and encouraged to live your life all out for Christ. Here are your podcast hosts, Brad and Jana Tuttle. Hey everybody, welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast. We are really glad that you chose to join us today. We're going to share something really powerful, encouraging, and inspiring with you this morning. You know, we were really praying about some different things that we could share and talk about, and I think we both had uh, Philippians chapter 3 pop, up in, pop into, our, into our minds to, to bring to you today. Um, we're, if we put a title to this, let's just call it Press On. So press on. So let me read to you Philippians chapter 3. I'm going to read and start in verse 12, and I will read through verse 14, okay? Paul says, not that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect, Mm. but I press on. Somebody say press on. Press on. Press on. So that I may lay hold of that for which also I was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Brethren, so he's talking to believers, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. Verse 14, I press on. Press on. Somebody say press on. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Hmm. Well, Brad, what does that have to do with? Well, what it has to do with, he's talking about the prize of salvation in its fullness through pursuing Christ's likeness. So this verse, these verses, he's talking about doing what he can to be more like Christ. Or we use, we use the word, the theology word, sanctification. Mm. So we get saved, and guess what? Now we just don't sit in that. Now we just don't, you know, want to stay the way we were. We, we allow the Spirit to move in us and to have His way in us. And now we begin to pursue living like Christ. But here's the thing you got to do that Paul did, and I think sometimes people miss this. Look how he started it. He started it with, not that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect, but I press on so that I may lay hold of that. In other words, he's admitting. He, he, he's saying this, this race towards being like Christ begins, it begins with this sense of honesty and dissatisfaction. I, I want to be more like Christ tomorrow than I am today. So Paul realizing, listen, I mean, I've heard people say he's the greatest Christian that ever lived. And if you read about him, I mean, look at his life. And he's saying, I'm dissatisfied with where I am with Christ. I want to press on, press in, and grow more to be like Jesus. And that's the way we're supposed to be living. We're supposed to be people who, right, babe? We're supposed to be people who, you know, when I got saved, Man, there was just there there was just this insatiable desire to change. Yeah. Um, I got so radically transformed that, I, but I didn't stay in that initial transformation. I mean, I I had a desire. I saw things. I I wanted to not, 
be I wanted to not have in my life anymore. And I just made it a goal in my life to be more like Christ. And it's still a goal. It should be a goal for everything, every one of us. And he talks about pressing on. It's a Greek word. And it means to, uh, it's used of that of a sprinter. You know, the Olympics are coming up. And, you know, it, it's, it's talking about an aggressive, energetic, energetic action. So we're supposed to press on. And when we're running this race and our journey with Christ, we're supposed to be pressing on. I mean, energetically, aggressively running this race, trying to grow, trying to, trying to grow more Christ-like, to have mature spiritual growth. And it's supposed to be something that is supposed to be going on on a daily basis. We're supposed to be constantly moving forward, trying to be more like Jesus. And, you know, one thing we don't want to do, again, I'll say this, we just don't want to be satisfied with where we are. Right. Again, this great man of God was dissatisfied. There was a dissatisfaction. Mm. And he thought to himself, I'm going to be honest here. I'm not who I need to be in Christ and I want to press on and be more like Jesus. In 1 Timothy 6.12, listen to these tenacious words. It says, fight the good fight of faith. So there's a, there's a fight. There's a pressing on. There's, a, there's an aggression here of moving forward and trying to be like Christ. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called. And you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So you know, grab a hold of this thing and run with it. He says in verse 13, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet. But the one thing I do, I forget what lies behind and I reach forward to what lies ahead. Listen, Paul reduced this whole, um, this whole aspect of sanctification, of growing in Christ's likeness. He reduced this to the simple, clear goal of doing one thing to pursue Christ's likeness. And the key here for all of us, and I've done mm -hmm. it, and my wife has done it, and you've done it, and anyone who's listening to this has done it. Yes. As we're living this journey out in Christ, man, I know one thing we have a terrible habit of doing is we let our past hold us back. Yes. And what we're what he's saying to us, we're supposed to forget the past. And I'm not just talking about, he's not just talking about past mistakes. Right past failures, which we've all had, and looking back and saying, well, I, I can't be more like Christ, or I can't really press in. I'm, I'm, I'm this way. I, I, I used to be like that. Well, you're not like that anymore. That's right. You're a new creature in Christ. Put the past behind you. But he's also talking about past victories, mm -hmm. past awards. He's saying, I forget all of that, it's and I'm focusing on today. I'm pressing in today because I want to be more like Christ today. I press on toward the goal. So we wanted to take a few minutes to encourage you today to, to find in your life this zeal, this passion, yes. this fervor to, to strive every day we wake up in the morning and say not only to ourselves, self, you're going to be more like Christ today, but to make a commitment to God, to make a commitment to the Lord, say, I'm going to be more like you. And here's the thing. We have the Holy Spirit who lives inside of us, who gives us the ability. Yes. He gives us the power to live that way. That's right. But he doesn't make us do it. He doesn't wake us up and say, I'm going to make you pray. That's right. I'm going to make you read the Bible. These are our decisions. Mm -hmm. This is my decision every day. Mm -hmm. This is your decision every day. This is Jana's decision every day. All of us have to make a decision each and every day. Yes. 
that I am going to be more like Christ. I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to spend time in prayer, which should be the first thing you do before, I think, before you do anything. Jesus did it. We need to be spending time in prayer. It changes us. It transforms us. It's going to make you more Christ-like because as you press in and spend time in prayer, it's going to give you the mind of Christ. And then the one thing that's really bypassed by a lot of people is spending time in the Word. And, and I don't think it's always necessarily just your trying to get in your 10 minutes of your day of your, you know, I'm going to read through the Bible in a year. I fell into that, man. I, you know, I had my read through the Bible in one year and that's a, it's good. I mean, that's a good addendum, but I'd read that and you, you know, you get your, you, know, you read it in 15 minutes and then someone asked you 15 minutes later what you just read. And you don't remember it 15 minutes ago, what you just read. I'm talking about all of us, you know, this is not just for the theologian. We're yeah. all supposed to be students of God. So Every one of us should be spending time in God's Word. Find a book. Read the book of Philippians. It's a shorter book. It's an it's a easier to understand book. Read the book of Philippians and read the book of John. Right. But when you're reading and you're studying God's Word, it's going to give you the mind of Christ and it's going to challenge you, encourage you, yes. convict you, yes. and cause you to think more like Christ. You can't help but begin to think more like Christ and begin to take on more attributes of Christ-likeness if you are immersing yourselves in spiritual things like prayer and like the Word of God. If I never go to the gym and I expect myself to grow, it's not going to happen. I've got to put the time in, but guess what? Nobody wakes me up in the morning and gets me in the car and says, go to the gym. (laughs) But, and I even said this to myself when I was driving to the parking lot of the gym the other day. I don't really feel like being here right now. I don't want to go do this. Yes. But I made myself go in there, and I had a great workout. And that's just to build something physically, which is going to turn back to the, to the dust in the, in, in the end anyway. But we're talking about something that's going to build you spiritually. Yes. It's going to last for eternity. And as you're becoming more like Christ, here's the really exciting thing. The more you're like Christ the more you're going to affect other people's lives. The more you're going to affect your husband's life, your wife's life, your friend's life, the more you're going to affect the lives of those who are unsaved because they're going to see in you that there is something different. So Paul's saying, press on, press on. Think about it, press on. It's zealous, it's aggressive, there's passion there. Press on in pursuit. Don't be satisfied with where you are press on to be more like Christ starting today. You know, it that is such a encouraging, um, powerful word. Something that I thought of, because as Paul was saying it, he presses on for the goal, the goal. Um, and as an Olympic uh, athlete, the goal is the gold. And we have heard that not only do they spend countless thousands of dollars for training and supplements, but thousands of hours. Um, You know, when they feel like it, when they don't, when the weather's good, when the weather's bad, when they have injuries, um, you know, when they're, they're feeling healthy, that they are not moved by what they feel and what they see. They're moved by that goal. And something that came to mind, it's kind of funny, but when I was away um, 
at college, I I um, remember my roommate and I, we used to laugh and we used to quote Paul when he said, I beat my body into submission and make it my slave. Because in that Tulsa cold winter, you know, the, the dorm bed felt so good when we had to get up in the morning and have devotions and then walk out on campus. But we would we would quote that and we would say, you know, we're, we're going to make our flesh, our flesh is crying out right now. Now, I don't want to do this. I want to stay in this warm bed. But we were laugh, but we were serious. We're going to beat our body in submission and make it our slave. We are going to get up. We're going to have devotion. We're going to walk to class. We're going to go to chapel. We're going to do what we need to do. And it's the same with our walk. Like like Brad said, that we we need to not give in to what we feel, not give in to what we see or don't see. We need to say, I'm going to set myself there is a goal, and the goal is to become more Christ-like. I'm going to beat that body into submission and make it my slave, meaning I'm going to get up, set my alarm. Set my alarm for 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes early. I'm going to drag myself out of bed. I'm going to spend time with the Lord. I'm going to read His Word. Um, I'm going to renew my mind in the Word. And something that I love, Brad has ministered on this before, that we're not to look at the past. And he's talked about when um, you're driving in a car, that the windshield is so much bigger than the rear view mirror. And so many times people are trying to drive forward and go forward, but they're looking back in that rear view mirror. And you cannot drive straight. You cannot be successful moving forward if you're always looking back. But if you will look out that big windshield, and see what God has in store. And if you will get that tenacity that Paul had, like an Olympic runner, that's saying, you know what? I, I'm going for the goal. I'm going to be, like Brad said, aggressive. I, I'm going to go for this. I tell you what, you're going to win that prize. And it, and it feels so good when you've accomplished things. And so if you're out there right now, you know, many of us, we uh, go to church on Sundays. We, we hear hopefully a powerful message. I know I do. I, I, um, I um, love our pastor and the word that he brings to us. But you know, you've left church and you're like, man, I'm fired up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start living all out for Christ. And then Monday morning kids and um, you don't spend time with the Lord. If that's been you, if that has been a pattern in your life, today is a new day. Repent. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Ask his Holy Spirit to help you today. And again, you need to prepare. You need to set yourself. You need to determine that I'm going to get up and I'm going to do this and nothing is going to steal this time from me. And I really believe that if you set yourself and you determine, you know, um, they say anything after three weeks becomes a habit. And if you pull out your calendar and you mark it off, I tell you what, before you know it, months, years have passed and you will have grown exponentially um, just in your walk with Christ. So our life is a race. Yes. And the goal is Christ-likeness. Right. The prize is heaven. Amen. And we are, as we're pursuing Christ-likeness, fully getting there, it's not going to be attainable here in this or in these earthly bodies that we have, but it is what we are called to do while we are here. Right. Yeah, one day we're going to be glorified and have heavenly bodies and we're going to spend the rest of our eternity with Christ. But while we're here, 
we are supposed to pursue Christ's likeness like a runner pursues victory in a race. Yes. And I'll tell you something, I watched some of the Olympic trials and some of those guys were diving over the finish line just to be able to make it to the finals. Mm. See, that's the way we're supposed to be running. We're supposed to be exerting every sinew of muscle. I mean, every ligament, every tendon supposed to be straining and stretching as we are moving forward in this goal of living more like Jesus. We, we've been saved to do something with our lives, not just sit around idle. We're not saved to still act like the world. We're not saved to still be pleased with our sin. We're not saved to not have a desire to do something great with our lives. We're saved to be more like Christ and in that journey fulfill God's purpose for us on this earth. So I hope this challenges you. You know, we always want to encourage you. We want to inspire you. But this challenges me. We have to press on. I say it again. I know it sounds funny. Somebody say press on. Press on. <laughs> be press aggressive on. in your life. Yes. It's not just guys like that word, be aggressive. But man, my wife's aggressive in it. She gets up and prays, spends time with God, spends time in the Word. Let's be aggressive yes. in our pursuit of being more like Jesus. And it's going to make our talk be different. Right. It's going to make our attitude be different. Right. It's going to it's going to change what you watch. It's going to change what you listen to. It's going to change how you talk and how you think. You know, I, I just thought of something as we're closing right now. If you're out there and you've messed up and you say, man, I've lost my witness. I've lost my witness at work, at home, in front of my wife or my husband, my children, mm. um, you know, my family. Just know this, that no one's perfect, but the beauty about our, our walk with Christ is he says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us, and that he chooses not to remember them anymore. He chooses not to bring them up to you in condemnation. But just know that today is a new day. Don't let that stop you from pressing on and going forward. If you have sinned, if you have messed up, repent and Start today. Lace up those tennis shoes again and get back in the race. And you know, if people try to uh, uh, bring up the past and stuff, sometimes there's consequences to actions that we have had. But you know, I always think honesty is the best policy. You can just go to them and say, you know what, I want to ask for forgiveness. I, I kind of lost my witness there, but um, I'm trying to do better and I'm getting back in that race. And so I just felt I wanted to encourage you. You know who you are out there. So yeah, you're, you're still usable, greatly usable. <laughs> God still has that's us. That's right. Sometimes we get detoured. Yes. But just get back on the right path and let God use you in a great way. Yes. And just have that desire to be more like Jesus every day. Amen. So thank you for being with us today. We hope this has encouraged you and inspired you. And hey, maybe it's challenged you too. Challenges yes. me. So God bless you. Thank you again for listening. Have a great day. Have a great week. Live your journey in Christ with great zeal and passion. And like Brad said, press on. Press on. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. We pray that you were inspired and encouraged. And until next time, 
Remember to live all out for Jesus Christ. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.